Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Everyday Strong with Dr. Michael G. Daniels. This is your host, C.B. Baker. Uh, we are back once again, and you know we want to follow up on what we talked about last week, which was um, each individual having the, re- I'm going to say it, the responsibility, if you as a Christian, to go out and spread the word of Christianity. And, and as we always say, praise his name out loud. I'm, now, that part I am working on. Now, to be honest with you, you know, I'm, I'm working on that one. Um, praise his name out loud for the, for the good things that you've gotten and the things that you know that are coming, mm-hmm. which is a very important thing, which you mentioned a couple of weeks ago is like praising him when you don't have it yet, but right. it's coming. You know, what's coming, having faith that it's coming. So welcome to the show, Dr. Daniels. Thank you. You know, you, your, your point is well taken. And, and I'll say this, you know, uh, from just from being around you, uh, I have noticed that you are, now always give God praise. You know, I don't know what you do with other people, but, <laughs> but to me, you always give God credit. And I believe that's why your blessings are coming the way they're coming. You know, sometimes you will say, well, I don't, it doesn't make sense, right. <laughs> but, but it right. happened. And I, I think that's why, because you have become that great mouthpiece and you also have become that great servant for the Lord. And, 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 you know, the interesting thing about Christians is this, you know, the, the Bible says that we ought not to be ashamed of the gospel. You know, um, that that is the one thing that many Christians, either they are ashamed or they do it in a way that it makes other people ashamed, you know, which right. turns people off. Right, right. Uh, that we have to kind of uh, get a handle on because other and other aspects of our lives we do it in a way that brings people in. And oftentimes with Christianity, we do it in a way that pushes people away. We spend so much time making it a negative thing. You, mm-hmm. you know, we, we spend so much time highlighting negatives um, to try to convince people to become positive. And that just doesn't work. Yeah, it, it doesn't. And, and that's where that's the trap that, or the hole for me that I kept falling in. And I kept falling into that hole of, okay, you're telling me to do this, but I literally, I could look at you, look at your life and what you're doing and call you a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and now I'm good. Or if I, I went to a church and the pastor was always begging for money, you know, and he got out of, I saw him pull up in a prowler mm-hmm. back when the prowlers was out or, or a nice Cadillac. Right. With the Vogue rims and, and the and the tires, mm-hmm. the, you know, the, and those tires is like eight hundred dollars a pop. Mm-hmm. You know, and they rolling up there and they get out with that suit on, the hair slicked back. You know, the hair got to be processed. Yeah. Now. So, yeah. So, <laughs> well, I got an afro. So. <laughs> Off topic. You go, you gonna let it grow out and get a process? You gonna be? Oh, I might let it grow out and get some dreads, but I'm gonna keep my afro. <laughs> But if you know what I'm talking about, it's like when you see those, well, I would see those type passes. It's like, oh, here we go. You know, it just seemed like it was a show. Yeah. Um, with a little bit of God sprinkled through there, you know, and, mm-hmm. and then it was like everybody was like, look at me. Yeah. You know, all the way down from the people in the choir, the guy, the guy or the girl acting extra in the choir that want to be, want some attention, want to be seen. The people wearing the two tight dresses. You know, it's a dress, but it's super tight. Like you just walked right, out of the club, yeah, right? You know, right. because you got church hat on. It's like those type things. I wouldn't notice all of that when I went into church. Now, one person would say, "Well, CB, you're focusing on the wrong things," but it was there. Well, you know, I think a part of that is 
church folk, and I hope church folk don't get mad at me, but I think as church folk, we are our worst enemies, you know, because we have told people to come as you are, right. but then we talk about you if you come as you are, right? We have, we are the ones that, that, that say that, you know, but then we make it seem like if you wear a tight dress, you're going straight to hell. <laughs> right, <laughs> you, right. You know, we, we're the ones that put that in people's mind. So then if you happen to come to a church and you see that the lead singer on the choir has got a miniskirt on and it's tight and, you know, right. then your thinking process is, well, she looked like she just left the club. Right. You, you know, because we have put that idea in people's heads that the outside is an indication of what's on the inside. Right. You know, and it's just not true. But we have been our own worst enemies because that's why I say we always talk about the negative because we will dog people out and say things like, you know, oh, look at that hussy sitting over there or, you know, all these kind of things. When that's not what the Bible is all about. The other thing I, I noticed this is that, you know, when you think about, um, well, I shouldn't say you think about it because you're a different generation than me. But if when I, I think about, I go back to the 70s, for example, okay. In the 70s, we had house parties. You know, you, you know, you, we, we went to clubs, but the house parties were, were, that was really what was more in than the club life. Right. Okay. Now, how did you know a house party was going on? It was always word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, you oftentimes did not know the person that was giving the party. <laughs> but word of mouth was that you knew it in certain locations that's where the best parties were being had. Right. So that's where you went to those house parties. And so what was it about? It was word of mouth, word of mouth. Someone just told you how great a time they had and another party was jumping off. So you came. Well, oftentimes church folk don't, don't talk about church in that, you know, in that way. That's a good point. They don't talk about how great a time they had at church. They don't talk about how lovely the people are at church. They don't talk about those kind of things. See, when you go to a house party, people don't judge you based on um, what clothes you wore. Mm -hmm. You know, no one says, you know what, if I was you, I wouldn't go to the Broadway because <laughs> they up in there wearing this kind of clothes. Right. You know, right, right, or right. we went there and some husband tried to hit on my man. You know, people don't say that about the Broadway, no. even though it may be true. But they will say that exact th- thing about church. Right. But if it's in church, then, oh, it's a, oh my, you, I wouldn't take, girl, if you go there, you know, your man, uh, the, the mushers, ooh, they going to try to get your man. Well, again, but see, when you go to the club, even though that we know there are hussies in the club and we know they're trying to get your man, but that's not how you judge how good a time you had at the club, right? If the DJ is popping and doing his thing, that's all you care about. If the dance floor was something that you would get on and dance, if the hot wings was hot, you know, that's what you dealt with. Yeah. But church is totally different. We don't, as, as, as saints, we don't advertise God the way we advertise a DJ. That is a very good point because I, I hear, you know, hear all the times uh, such such had a uh, they got a really good happy hour. The food is this; they give you the price, what you get, and everything. I have never, I can't say never. I ain't gonna say I can go that far. But in recent memory, I have not had anybody come to me telling me about a pastor at a church that gave a good sermon, and they have you know the, the choir be singing, they have a good you know mm-hmm. the, a good praise team. I know 
it don't I don't hear it. They don't talk about it in a celebration kind of atmosphere. You right. know what I'm saying? That they that they themselves had a great time. And here's the other difference. <clears throat> when you go to a club, okay, does what what causes you to want to dance? Is it, did you go to the club not expecting to dance? Or did <laughs> no. you go to the club with the expectation With the expectation to dance. to dance, right. Right. You went to the club with the expectation of having a good time. People come to church differently. They'll come to church and they're saying, make me happy. Preach me happy. Sing me happy. Right. You, you know, you will go to the club because you're feeling bad. But when you get in there, you will change your attitude yourself. You'll get on the dance floor. You'll ask somebody to dance. Or you, if you're a female and somebody asks you, you, you'll say, okay. Right. Well, why is it when we come to church, we act like we, should, we aren't coming to worship? See, if I'm coming to worship, then I ought to, you know, get involved. And if I get involved and the person beside me has the same attitude and all of us are worshiping, if all of us are singing, if all of us are having a good time, it, it you know it's going to catch on right if the dj plays a song people start singing it they start humming it right you know they get in they start dancing to it church is different we got to force you to want to worship we got to we got to prime the pump as i as we used to say when i was a kid you got to prime the pump to get them to do anything now but now truthfully though now the club do got one thing that the church don't have except for when you're doing communion alcohol <laughs> <laughs> But the church got something that the club don't have. With Jesus. The Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> so if you come in there and let the Holy Ghost take control. Yeah, it's true. But we want to fight. The, see, we want to fight the Holy Ghost. We'll come in church and we'll be feeling something, but we're nervous. So we'll be, we'll, you know, you like, you know, you grit right. your teeth and you, you'll hold it down because you don't want to really let it go because you worry about what somebody going to think about you if you do really truly let it go. Right. But see, when you get in the club, you don't think that way. No, you let it go. You just let it go. Yeah. See, and, and, and I, you know, I'm just saying that it's us, you know, there are, just a wise pastor told me this one time. He said, there are enough sinners in every community <laughs> to fill up every church. Yeah. And that's true. Right. When you come to a club, no one judges you based on whether or not you can dance before you walk in the door. Nope. Sure don't. Right. You pay the cover charge, that's all they care about. <laughs> you don't stop going to a club because somebody can't dance. You don't be, you, you know, you, you're not on a dance floor thinking to yourself, you know what, brother so-and-so can't dance. Right. I ain't coming back to this club no more. <laughs> yeah. You know, you don't not come because of that person. Church is not like that, though. See, we'll come to church and, and, and not like the way somebody else praise God and say, I ain't coming back. Yeah. We'll come to church and not like who came because the person that came there may not be holy as we count holiness. Right. And therefore, I ain't coming back. But see, the club ain't like that. Yeah, you're right. And then what's funny is people will go to a club and say, well, I ain't like the DJ tonight. And then go back. But when they go to a church and they say, I ain't like the way, I don't like the pastor and the, way, and the message he has, I ain't coming back. Like, And they ain't coming back. And either. they ain't coming back. Or it's like, well, it's, 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 I get what you're saying. It's, the crazy thing is we really do promote it differently. And when we hit the door, we're not hitting the door in the right mindset of church. When we walk through the door mindset of church, if you was really, truly happy 
about where you was at mm-hmm. and then you knew that he was the reason why you were there, right? you'd be ecstatic. Because let's be real. If Jeff Bezos, the owner of Amazon, was to give you, Pastor Daniels, $20 million, mm-hmm. but he just sent you a check. It ain't got to be $20 million. <laughs> Right. And then next time you see him, are you going to be like nonchalant? Man, thank you for that. Are you going to be like jumping up and down? Let's be for real. <laughs> if he sent me a check for $100,000, okay? No, let's really be for real. If Jeff Bezos just said my last order was free, <laughs> I mean, let's be for real. What am I going to say next time I see him? All right. Thank you so much. Right. I'm going to be so happy that I got that order for free. Okay. It don't have to be a million dollars. It could be a 1995, you know, whatever. Right. right. Free. Uh, I'm going to be as happy as I can be. Every time I see him, you know, I'm going to tell everybody, y'all ain't going to believe what happened to me. Right. I got my order free from Amazon. Okay. And it was 1995, but that's not how we do church. No, it's not. You know, this, this is what I was told. And I, and I understand this concept. My mother said to me, she said, Shepherds, if they multiply, only produce more shepherds. She said, it takes a sheep to multiply to get more sheep. Mm. Right? Simple concept, simple truth. Right. Right? People don't come to a church because of how wonderful the pastor is. People come to a church because of how wonderful the people say the pastor is. Mm Mm-hmm. They yeah. come because of how wonderful people say the choir is. Now, staying there is one thing, but I mean, that's why they come. come. Yeah. You know, they come because somebody say, you got to come and you got to come and you got to come. Now, if you come and the atmosphere is right, then it's not the pastor that is what keeps you there. See, if that was the case, losing teams would not have a full stadium. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. But losing teams have a full stadium, not because they have the greatest team, but because of the atmosphere that people experience when they get to the stadium. Yep. We don't have a losing team. We got a winning team. Right. <laughs> right. But our atmosphere is not all is not like we got a winning team. If everyone came to church with that atmosphere of a winning team every Sunday. Yeah you know, oh, it would change the dynamic because everybody came in would see things differently. <clears throat> it only takes one negative to destroy and it will take 20 positives to erase that one negative. But people have a tendency <clears throat> to talk negatively about church folk and that's unfortunate. I mean, we, 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 you and I can talk, it's just, just us here. Right. You know, and I know. Look at how the 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 um, the, the, the female population that you b- both you and I know personally that talk negatively about their thought processes of how other women want their husbands in church. Mm, yeah, and see if they talk about it, you know, to each other, they talk about it to somebody else too. Right. And so, if you tell somebody else that you're talking to. And them women over there, all they want is your man. Right. Right. It, it, I mean, truthfully, got me to the point. I only hug nobody in church. Right. See, that's a neck. You know what I mean? It, 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 so now if you can't, if you now can't be friendly with somebody 
because you got to be worried about what somebody going to think. Right. So that that in itself brings down, you know, the celebratory mood because you got to sit there and if somebody says something to you, you got to be like, good morning. Right. You, you can't be excited about seeing them bring down a celebratory mood. And, and it works both ways, unfortunately. So we destroy what should be a celebratory situation because of our own fears and our own, you know, mistrust mm-hmm. in what it's all about. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I didn't think, I did not look at it that way as the, comparing it to the club. Cause I, you absolutely right. I get text messages, DMS on Instagram, people telling me about the happy hour specials and things like that. And I have to have, I've never gotten anything on Instagram as a DM talking about a church. Now I did get um somebody sent me something when the mount was giving away money on on uh New Year's, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody's New Year's services started dwindling because everybody was trying to get into the mount because it's giving away paying people car notes off and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But still, and all they was going there to get something for free, not going there to do what you really supposed to be right going there for. And, and see, you know, that started with Mount Carmel. Mm. See, Mount Carmel was the church that initially did that once. It, on New Year's Eve service, they would select one person and make them debt-free. Mm. I don't care what your debt was, you became debt-free. Other churches, you know, people, you know, always get a thing and they piggyback. <clears throat> right. But again, what's that got to do with Jesus? Right. You know, so if I got to bribe you, if I have to bribe you, I got a problem. Because Jesus is already taking care of you. So why should I have to bribe you to right. celebrate what he's doing for you? Right, right. You know, it, 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 would, it would be tantamount to this. Uh, I, I, I got a sports team, okay? And rather than me paying to come to the arena, they paid me to come. Yeah. That's what it would be like. Now, I have never... In, in, in my life, and I've been around a while now, had any professional team send out any text message <laughs> saying, we're going to pay you to come to a game. Right. <clears throat> Never. No. Now, the, the closest thing I can equate to that was I did go to uh, a game in Jacksonville, Jacksonville Jaguars. It's been a while back when they were just a horrible team, when they were thinking about moving the team, actually, at that point in time. And I check into the hotel, and there is a coupon on the t- on the desk at the hotel, and it wasn't it wasn't a free it wasn't right. freebie now. But what it said was, buy one ticket, get the other one half off. Wow! But you still had to pay, right? <laughs> kind of like how like Six Flags back in the day we used to have them cans, you know, right? You know, come get the can, get twenty five dollars off. You go to Six Flags. And I know when I was in high school, boy, everybody had we were going to Six Flags this weekend. Everybody had their can ready to roll. You know, so but it didn't pay you to go to Six Flags. No, it didn't pay me to go to Six Flags. They didn't pay your bill to go. No, no, they did not. And, and you, I bet y'all advertised it to everybody that they would can you can come in. And you, and you know what's funny, Pastor, is that church is free. Church is free. It can be celebratory. It can change your life, and it can change others' lives. We just have to change the way we advertise what God is doing for us. And that's why I say not in a negative way. We know we have a tendency to tell for you going you going straight to hell, child, if you don't do this. Right. You're going straight to hell if you don't change your lifestyle. You're going straight to hell if you don't do this. Well, now that may be true. 
<laughs> you may be going straight to hell if you don't change your right. lifestyle. But that's not what gets me to change my lifestyle. You know, I, you know, I equated to this in the in the in the sixties and seventies when they were first. I shouldn't say first, but when there was a really push on you know, get, you know, for people not starting the, what they call gateway drug, which is marijuana. And there was these um, commercials where they would have teenagers or young adults, you know, you smoke, you smoke a joint and then you'd be on top of the building. And rather than seeing, you know, what's the danger below, they would show like this little silk, you know, cloud or something. And the person would think it's a silk cloud and they would dive off the building because they thought it was a silk cloud and they end up, you know, dead. Right. Or they showed, they had one commercial where, the person was in the kitchen smoking pot and they were frying an egg and the egg turned into this nice flower. And so they reached down and grabbed the egg and, you know, <laughs> burned the hand and caught the right. blouse on fire. Now I know that was supposed to scare me, but it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it made me think, think about? I want to see what's, what's going, going on. on. <laughs> I want to see if this is really true. See the fear factor doesn't work. Right. It just doesn't yeah. work. What you need to do is let people know the beauty of celebrating Christ as Savior. And if people can do that, it'll just transform things. If people at Enoch can do that, right. it'll trans. If we can stop talking about how bad other folk dress and other, you know, and just talk about how good God is and how we have a good time at church and how we just celebrate church and how we celebrate each other, the church will be packed again. It'll yeah. be packed. You know, it, we'll have to figure out a way to social distance you by putting you in the parking lot. Right. Because people will be, you know, trying to get in. Yeah. And I, and I think that could happen when the church opens back up, that mm-hmm. is that capturing that momentum and keeping going, keeping it going yeah. is, is the, is not what the pastor's job to do. It's what the congregation's job to do. What you just got through saying it's the sheep's job to make sure that we're yeah. promoting what's going on and, and, and really telling people and encourage people to come back right? and, and fellowship and do things in the community, you know? Um, so many good things. I'll, I'll not give you another quick example. Now we are promote. Um, if, if we, if any time that we give out book bags, the the line to get those book bags <laughs> is phenomenal. Right. Okay. Normally in August we have we serve about twenty five to three thousand plates of fried fish. Okay. Right. Now people don't have a problem <laughs> right. telling people about the fried fish and the book bags. Right. You know, um, with enthusiasm. Yep. You know. But why not use that same enthusiasm every Sunday? And when you come to those events, people out there are enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. Even though they have stood in line, and it's, not, it's a long line to get that fish too. And it's hot sometimes. It, right. Even though you have stood in line, you're sweating, you, you're miserable, <laughs> you know, right. all that stuff. Still, the atmosphere is an atmosphere of expectancy. It's an atmosphere of celebration. Even though... It's 95 degrees and you're miserable. <laughs> right. But people still flock. But see, but it's because of how the atmosphere is. You know, if people are celebrating, they're happy, they're dancing, they're about to fall out, but they're still dancing anyway, you right. know. Yeah. So, all right. So you got anything else to bring before we close out on this episode? 
Uh, no, I think we covered a lot of ground. And I just would say to everybody, when we do show back up, even when you were home, start practicing celebrating at home doing the broadcast, you know, stay excited in the message, you know, talk back to, to the message, even though it's on TV. <laughs> yes. And also I will be shooting a, either shooting a video or recording um, something to show everybody on how to get the broadcast on your television. So, because if you have an Apple TV or a Chromecast, you should be able to beam it to your television. So you're not just looking at a small screen. You can look right. at it yes. on that nice 70 inch screen you got in your house. Right. And if you don't have it yet, I'm, I'm I'm putting it out there in the world so you can have it and saying the good Lord is going to give it to you pretty soon. Right. All right. All right. Thank you all so much. This is your host, C.B. Baker. Till next time. Peace.